This is Yep, I Did That with Amanda and Jonna. Hi! Hey! How's it going? Good. How are you? I am fantastic. It's way nicer in here today. I'm We're still not hot, but I'm not sweating as bad as last week. Which is a win. Always a win. <laughs> Always a win. Whenever you walk out and you go to your house and you have people over and you're like, my butt is still wet yep. from sitting down recording a podcast, it's always like... So, nothing could be worse. So anything is better. <laughs> Some things, nothing whenever, could be worse than that. Realm. But no, whenever you're thinking about it in the sense of sweating yeah, and it's a bad sweat. being heat. It's a bad know? sweat. It's yeah. a bad butt sweat. It's fine. It's fine. <sighs> um, but Jackie's here, so I'm really happy. Yay. That's my mom, if you guys haven't listened to the first episode. Yep. And how does Amanda talk to her mom? I got complimented on my Midwestern mom voice from someone who listened to the podcast whenever I was teaching a pure bar class. What? Uh, shout out to Lisa because then she came up and she was like, I liked your Midwestern mom voice. Your co-host is a B. <laughs> no, she was like, it's like not offensive because you didn't say this is a specific person. You're like, this is just moms. And this is how I talk about my mom Whenever she says it, but she did think that that was my mom's like real accent. And I had to tell her she was from <laughs> no, Arizona. This is completely made up. And she has no accent at all. And the poor thing just gets my uh, sass and my mm-hmm. makeup stories and makeup accents. Like it's just what Jackie has been dealt with. Yeah. Or the cards that she's been dealt to deal with her whole life with me. <laughs> she created it. She did create it. I mean, technically, it's her own fault. It is. <laughs> it's also her blessing because I'm pretty much her favorite child. For sure. Not, <laughs> that's not even true anymore. <laughs> but I used to be her favorite and I would get her to tell my sisters that I was her favorite. And then you ruined everything. And then I ruined everything by, I don't know how, but Mary became the favorite. What the heck? Stupid Mary. Mary's um, always ruining everything. Mary is always ruining everything in my Just life. Just kidding, Mary. We love you. She's not listening. <laughs> okay. We have gone on this tangent for quite a while. Uh, yes. No, <laughs> but I will say the only thing that I wanted to talk about really before um, we started was that I dry brushed multiple Woo-hoo! times. And I know, how is it? I know that you looked at me and you're like, oh my God, who is this 20-year-old skin walking in? You didn't think I looked like you're I was glowing. almost 32. <laughs> you're glowing. At all. I well, know. actually, when everyone is listening to this episode... <gasps> I will be 32. Be It'll 32. be my birthday. It's Amanda's birthday as this is coming into your ears. Oh, it Imagine is my her entering this world. <laughs> yes, please do. It's from, the best. From or the womb of Jackie. From the womb of Jackie. The best day of everyone's life. Amanda's birthday. August 2nd. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I, I feel fine. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Do you notice a difference? I feel softer. Do you notice a difference right when you're doing it? Are you like... Oh, this is soothing. Or are you like, mm, I don't really feel like I want to be spending my time doing this. I have done it at night, not in the mornings. Mm-hmm. And so I feel kind of like it's very relaxing. And I think because I have a high pain tolerance, which you do too, mm-hmm. it, it's not like hurting you. hurting me. And I yeah. also like love deep tissue massages. And mm-hmm. I like with my mild psoriasis, I've, I've like scratched my legs my whole life. And so it's not something that's 
not it's not mm. harsh to me i think you if you combined it with an oil it'd be really good i for think your i skin. would really love that you should try with I've the been, prickly pear oil i would use the prickly pear just on my face prickly. i did not uh whatever but then i used the magnesium oil after i got out of the shower yeah. and then moisturized but um that's just water so it's not yeah. exactly like oil um but uh I should try it. It's just such a small bottle. I don't want to like use it on my bodies. But what if you love it? I want to try the rose hip. I feel like a rose hip oil would be delightful. Just after. because it says hip in it. Yeah, because I touched She's my like hip. T- stroking like, her hip. Mm-hmm, I feel like rose mine. hip would like be really great would be for delightful. this. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> okay. Well, keep us posted on I that. I will. I'll keep you posted. Anything new with you? Um, no, we spent this weekend celebrating Amanda's birthday week and we're super excited for her. So happy birthday, Amanda. We love you. And I'm super pumped to have this podcast. If you follow us on Instagram, you saw my terrifying story update about coffee enemas. Yes. So we are doing a two-parter this time all about coffee. Um, if you are a coffee drinker, which most of you are, you might have been terrified by... The recent article that came about about coffee being cancerous or potentially being cancerous, or you've probably heard about coffee enemas because everybody's talking about them. So we are going to split all of this information up into two episodes so that we can consume it in a brain friendly way. Yes, two nicely packaged episodes. And guess what? We're, yep, I did that. We didn't tell anybody. (laughs) The podcast. Where we talk about health and wellness things. I was just going to say the podcast after you said, yep, I did that. Oh. <laughs> um, we're a podcast that talk about health and wellness things that are out there on the internet like coffee enemas. Mm-hmm. And we make Jonna do them because I'm too scared. Especially um, enemas. Especially enemas. And we talk about whether there's science to say this is something you should do. Or if science says it's something you shouldn't do or what people are saying happens and all the things so that you kind of have a safe place to come to find out because there's so much information out there. It's true. We are your soundboard. Exactly. We try it so you don't have to or to tell you to do it. Exactly. All right. So let's dive into coffee. Um, This episode is going to be encompassing coffee and its potential health benefits, mm-hmm. maybe some of the potential risks associated, and pretty much just all things coffee. Yes. Next week, we will be honing in on enemas. Yes. <laughs> so This will just be like, why is coffee even something that people think about being healthy and putting into an enema? This is kind of like setting up for mm-hmm. why that coffee enema even kind of exists. Exactly. So, um... To get us started into this beautiful topic, <laughs> I have, that is the wrong side, um, a history of coffee. History um, with Amanda. History with Amanda, per a CNN article. <laughs> <laughs> Enlighten us. Uh, I will tell you. So, coffee has a very, very beautifully conflicted past because there has been so many things that have been um, connected to it, which have brought out a lot of people's ideas about it and it comes from a lot of this history and so we're all just flawed because of the things that people said about coffee throughout the years so it starts in the 1500s um there was a um (laughs) so funny is the headline was coffee leads to illegal sex 
That's the basically what people <laughs> were saying. And so it was in the um, Arab nation is where coffee houses were kind of first started. And um, patrons were said to be more likely to gamble and engage in criminally unorthodox sexual situations. And so the mayor of Mecca shut them down. And so that's why there's not coffee in anywhere. I think they like my friend lived in Oman for a while mm-hmm. and there was finally like a Starbucks, but it was like so crazy that there was even like coffee. That's crazy. Um, it didn't last long. Coffee became so important in Turkey that a lack of sufficient coffee provided grounds for a woman to seek a divorce. Wow. Right? Yep. Um, <laughs> I mean, if, if That's you're an a addiction. Wife, yes. And if you're a wife, too, you kind of know that you need coffee yeah. to survive. Sometimes your husbands, you love them, but they're annoying and coffee <laughs> helps. And this woman just like went a little far with her coffee addiction. But I, I understand. This is the her. 1700s. This was the 1500s. What? Yeah. That's insane. And it actually worked. Yeah. Per the CNN article. That is crazy. Um, 1600s. Coffee cures alcoholism but causes impotence. That was the headline <laughs> of coffee in the 1600s. Um, coffee shop owners claimed coffee could aid digestion, prevent and cure scurvy and gout, help coughs, headaches, and stomach aches, and prevent miscarriages. That's interesting. <laughs> um, that's where you go, hmm. Yeah. Who was this coffee shop owner and what kind of medical <laughs> license yeah. did he have? Because as we will talk about later, that last one. Not true. Or little, at least a little wrong. Yeah. A little <laughs> wrong. Um, 1700s. Coffee helps you work longer. This was a big F you to Britain. Mm-hmm. So it was basically this was the time the Boston Tea Party happened in the 1700s. And this is kind of why in the United States coffee became incredibly popular because tea was a commodity and a product from Britain. And there was basically, they came out with this ad and this like idea that coffee helped you work longer, even though the caffeine is probably similar in black teas sometimes versus like a darker roast coffee. Yeah. You know? And so um, they basically were like, coffee makes you work longer. So don't drink tea, drink coffee. And they were like, middle finger Britain. Yeah. We're no longer drinking your product. America, always. <laughs> um, and then going into the 1800s, coffee will make you go blind. Um, <laughs> drink wheat bran instead. This was done by post ads. So uh, post cereal. <laughs> yeah. They were basically like coffee was becoming too popular. They had this wheat bran drink. And so they were basically saying that coffee made you go blind. So you should drink this wheat bran drink Did they instead. Just make, they're like, hmm, there let's, was no, let's like, choose blindness. FDA or FTC <laughs> that was like monitoring people's claims. What can we say that's claims, scary? You know? Blindness yes. sounds a little frightening. They're like, don't do that. Um, and they their, claim, or their ads also claimed the coffee was as bad as morphine, cocaine, and nicotine, which is similar to, I think, the... Um, If I remember correctly, whenever I was taking a drug and alcohol class at Tech, um, it was about the, or like, not the drug and alcohol class, but it was basically whenever I was learning about it that they saw that the donkeys were eating the coffee beans or whatever and it made them like crazy. Yeah, hyper. Yes. (laughs) Um, And so that could be it. Why people maybe thought that. I don't know. Uh, 1916, this is where um, the whole coffee stunts growth thing Mm -hmm. came about. Yeah. Um, and I always didn't, I never thought about coffee stunting growth unless I thought about like the clueless moment yeah. where she's like, I want to be five, eight, like Cindy Crawford <laughs> as if I don't want this coffee. You know, <laughs> like, 
<laughs> um, and so in 1916, that's whenever it kind of started. It's not true. If I didn't know that wasn't true. Things. As long as you're getting other nutrients, you're not drinking an excessive amount. So it's, it's not okay going to be Dietrich affecting. has a little tiny cup. I mean, I don't think it's like a children. It's like the coffee. They're so much smaller. But I think if he has a taste, I don't think it's like He drinks horrible. an espresso cup of it. <laughs> it's small. He enjoys it. There is something that it's going to talk about kids in a second okay. in this. Um, 1927, coffee will give you bad grades. This is associated with the kids. Um, Science Magazine in 1927 found that among 80,000 elementary and junior high kids, most drank more than one cup of coffee per That's day. That's crazy because when I was growing up, yeah. I thought coffee was disgusting. Right? Most yeah. kids did. You had to have like sugar and That's cream. because the coffee and that we were drinking was disgusting. It was all probably Folgers or Maxwell House. Folgers, or for whatever. sure. The best part of waking up. Yeah. Folgers in your cup. I, those commercials still tug at my heartstrings. They're the best. But it's the worst. Um, no, okay. I remember the very first cup of coffee I had. I actually found a picture of it. It was Zach and I, cousin. Cousin. We're in um, New York or New Jersey visiting my pop who was turning 100, mm-hmm. and they made us a cup of coffee because Cosmores drink coffee and Cosmores drink coffee black. Oh. But they made it with, like, a ton of sugar and cream, and it was mainly milk Yeah, um, for us. But um, I think that they started this headline where it was because, or they found that kids were drinking so much coffee that they were actually, like, not, not doing as well in school. So it was associated with lower grades. Mm, I have um, so many so, thoughts about that yeah. one. Um, 1970s and 1980s, coffee is as serious as a heart attack. Drinking one to five cups per day increased risk of heart attack by 60%. So this was in the 70s and 80s. We'll address that. Mm -hmm. 2001, increases risk of urinary tract cancer. 2007, decreases risk of liver cancer. 2010, coffee and lung disease go together like coffee and smoking. These are all just the headlines. So Mm -hmm. basically, just how we got to like all these like convoluted ideas of coffee. Um... In 2011, coffee reduces risk of stroke and prostate cancer. 2012, coffee lowers risk of heart failure. 2015, coffee is basically a good healthy food. Three to five cups per day, max 400 milligrams of caffeine you should be drinking. 2017, drink up unless you're pregnant, at risk of fracture, or have Parkinson's. And 2018, this is where California has introduced... Cancer. Cancer. Um, And so, warning label. And so, it's not exactly the history of how coffee is made or where the coffee bean came from, because that you can find out on the internet. This is where, like, coffee has basically been a topic of... It's a hot topic. Hot topic. (laughs) And a really, like, controversial topic, which you shouldn't... Like, it doesn't Mm -hmm. seem like it would be, but it is. Like, And whenever you go back into thinking, like, where people were coming from, where it's like... People probably had in their heads mm-hmm. that coffee causes blindness at some point because they saw an ad That's in crazy. whatever, I yeah. can't remember when that was, but it's like that stuck with them. And then it's like you pass it on to your kids and you pass it on to like mm-hmm. whatever, you know, where it's like, what's truth? What's not truth? To be Why do people hate coffee? Why do people love coffee? I will say that Kyle always says that my addiction to coffee is like that of a drug addict or an alcoholic. False. And I think that it's dumb. Whenever I'm always just like, I really need a cup of coffee. And I go to like walk to this like little restaurant by our house on the corner where they have awesome breakfast burritos. But it's horrible coffee. Yeah, I just judged you really hard. Well, yeah, because I was just like, there's nothing in the house. I don't want to go to Trader Joe's. I don't want to go to Whole Foods. I don't want to go anywhere. I just want to walk somewhere. (sighs) And get some coffee 
And he was like, that's what addicts say. They're like, I just need a little fix. And I'm like, I hate yeah. you. It's also a tradition. It is. It's my morning ritual. That's exactly. all I wanted. I wanted a cup of coffee. It's a ritual. And I wanted to feel happy. I'll enable so, you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, but there's a lot to say about coffee, about how you could probably speak more about like where it came from, what, like why coffee is what it is or whatever. But I felt like I wanted to just hit yeah, that's so on fascinating. that like controversial topics as to why coffee is, and, and even in the last 10 years. It's been flip-flopping every year. Yes. Which is crazy. Yes, which we're here to tell you the truth. <laughs> or at least the truth that we can the know right now. The truth that we know in 2018. <laughs> um, okay. So <laughs> if you know me, and if you don't know me now, you know I am a coffee snob. Like super snobby about my coffee. Um, my husband and I met when I was a barista. Then he became a barista. We have been near and uh, close with... Um, specialty coffee world since then, uh, in particular, the third wave coffee world, which is <laughs> if you're looking for a specialty coffee shop and want a delicious cup of good coffee, look for third wave in the Yelp reviews because that is important. Um, so- it's so funny that like I was in the coffee world. I was a barista, but it was way before yeah. all the like really specialty coffee shops came into play so it was more like we were probably closer to a starbucks like they brew, like they roasted their own coffees or whatever but like i didn't know nor did i care about how to pour a perfect flour or a heart or do coffee like milk art or care about the coffee yeah. bean as much so it's always just funny whenever you're talking about that stuff where it's like i was in this world but i wasn't in this world at all so I just want to go over this really quick. So um, the first wave would be like widely accessible, like Folgers. Yeah. All those types of like those, the like easily purchased coffee from your grocery store. Second wave is like Starbucks. Um, I wonder McDonald's might fit in second wave. Like, like. Or Dunkin' Donuts would be probably in second wave. Yeah. Or would it be more product? Okay. Um. And then third wave is like caring about uh, where it's coming from, why it's coming there, um, direct trade, um, like what is happening in this roasting product. Like, I think probably more care to why you're roasting different beans different ways, that kind of stuff. So that would be third wave. Cool. So second wave is going to be like your Starbucks coffee bean and tea leaf. A lot of the special specialty I'm doing quotes... Coffee shops that you see just in a town are going to be fitting more in that second wave and not third wave because they're picking just mass produced product that. So would the coffee shop that I worked at since they like picked their like he went to Costa Rica or went to wherever Mm -hmm. and like got the beans and then like they had their own warehouse and roasted them in Lubbock. Mm -hmm. Would that be considered a third third wave? wave? Cool. Yeah. All right. So I was like, I don't actually, I've never drank coffee for any health reason. I've avoided coffee for health reasons before, only for fertility, because they say if you're trying to get pregnant or if you are pregnant to stay away from coffee. Yeah. So I've avoided caffeine for those reasons, not specifically coffee, just caffeine. Um, But I am passionate about coffee and I would love our listeners to be slightly more passionate about good coffee. 
Are you just talking to me? Yeah. Okay, but cool. also everyone. Cool. Because Are you I just don't... masking it that you want to tell the listeners about it, but you're really like, <laughs> this is an intervention for Amanda and her coffee. I know you're not going to change. I'm trying, but you're not going to change. I've tried before. Thanks. Um, no, mm-hmm. I don't think like any of our friends care that much about their coffee. I think Mary and Robbie are Mary probably Robbie, getting like yes. to a point where they like... They care. They care. So... um when you're looking at coffee, there's a lot of different things that are thrown out there, like fair trade, like fair trade mm-hmm. chocolate. So you think you're being this awesome human or organic, all of these different things that are out there. And I'm here to tell you to look for direct trade, which is something that might not be posted anywhere, but direct trade is what you want. So asking your coffee shop, if they're a roaster, where they're getting their beans from, is this fair trade, direct trade? Direct trade is the best. Fair trade is also great because at least there's some practices protecting people because oh, it is. So it's basically about the like people. Yes. Okay, cool. So Sorry, fair trade is the same thing as if you're getting fair trade chocolate or like, I don't know, what's the word for like a fair trade diamond versus a blood diamond? Is it fair trade? I mean, I would imagine something it like would be that. Something like that. So it's where you're going through somebody that is, has standards for how they treat the people that are working yeah. in these places. Um, so fair trade has those standards, but direct trade, oftentimes it's like, I actually went to the exact farm, met the person and we have an exclusive deal with each other. So a lot of times when you're getting direct trade coffee, you're actually helping to support an entire village. Yeah. So oftentimes in these places, you're actually like, that's the whole industry of the whole place is this coffee. So What's awesome about that is that when you have those direct things, there's not middleman, there's not any extra fees, any of that kind of stuff. And it's helping to stimulate full economies, creating jobs, all that kind of stuff. So I am a big proponent of direct trade. Also, then you're really hands-on with your product, what it is, what what is actually happening here. What's the process? So someone on a – say that someone's like on a budget and like they buy coffee – is you're saying direct trade would probably still be as cost like like not overly expensive because it's direct so like that still like it would be a way that they could if they wanted to spend a little bit extra and have an ethically like if you're going in to buy a cup of coffee or just like buying a bag at the store or I think they're probably going to be about the same the same it would yeah. be the same as like buying first wave or it would be a little bit more so fair trade and direct trade are probably both going to cost about the same so it's probably like 13 dollars yes for for a bag of coffee coffee. okay Folgers or your store brand coffee is probably gonna i don't even know i haven't even gone and tried to buy a bag like that it's honestly probably on the same par as like like five dollars starbucks i think the bag of fold i don't know a bag of Folgers is probably like seven yeah in california yeah so just like a little I made shout that out number up. To- I have no idea, guys. <laughs> I have to like number. make sure to call myself out. Like <laughs> I literally have no clue. I was just making numbers up there. I just wanted to know. These are real questions for myself. <laughs> to me, I look at it and I'm like, it's like farm to table. It's mm-hmm. legit farm to mm-hmm. coffee mug with yeah. the direct trade. So I encourage you to like learn more about where your coffee's coming from because like things that are coming out about like the chocolate industry where people are it's horrible the way that people are treated on these cocoa, cocoa, I don't know, farms. Uh They're being treated really poorly. Yeah. Um, So 
caring about that. Actually, yeah. I was telling Amanda, that's how you can drink coffee and be a better human by supporting. Yeah. And you're like helping to stimulate these economies from really poor nations. Which is really important. Yeah. And they're actually putting out a great product. So yeah. that's what's really cool. It's like their art to me. Yeah. Also, I would like to talk about roasting. Yeah. Is there anything else that I should hit on before that? No, I don't think so. I mean, like, I think roast kind of goes along with, like, where you're going to be talking the most about, like, cancer preparation and things oh. like that. And so I think that <laughs> cancer? Um, cancer, everything goes back to cancer. WebMD, cancer. It's uh, always cancer. Roast of coffee, cancer. Everything's mm-hmm. cancer. Everything's the liver and everything's the cancer. You it's know, true. it's just the cancer. Um, <laughs> no, I think that it's good. I I was genuinely interested in that, like, just because it's kind of like, I think people, whenever they start hearing about people talk about coffee because yeah. of like the hipster mentality of coffee, they kind of have a bad taste and uh, like automatically already kind of have like the history where it's like they already have a preconceived yeah. notion of like what you're going to say about it. And so I just want to be able to say like, how can this like it's important to think about it in yeah. an ethical sense, but how can you fit it into a, a person's budget? Like I'm always kind of thinking of my sister in Texas and her, like, her community. How right. would they fit this into their life if they're on a budget? I'm on a budget. How do I fit this into right. my life? And just to know, I think that that's an important mm-hmm. part. And to, for people to understand, it's not just like a hoity-toity, like, hipster thing. It's yeah. like, hey, this is like, we care about people. Like, we right. love people. So we should care about how they're being treated, not just, like, the cheapest Exactly. Option for ourselves. And sometimes. I mean, we will be getting into more reasons why the cheapest is not the best thing for you to be totally. Consuming. But just just on this sense. But I think you right. covered that. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. You're still with me. I'm with you. Um, okay. So I'm not going to hit on really espresso slash espresso drinks that much, mainly because I do not like espresso. And I think we're really talking about like your black cup coffee. of coffee in mm-hmm. the morning. Uh, like I am snobby about the way that the milk is done. But <laughs> I made a really good foam on the top. Yeah. But I didn't do any milk art. Questionable. What it, let, we'll get into that later. <laughs> Off the podcast. Um, so roasting. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times a majority of America thinks they're getting the most caffeinated beverage when they say, give me your darkest, darkest roast, roast, which is not true yes. at all. I do know this. Yes. Yay. Thanks. So people are like, I'll pick the dark roast. I don't care mm-hmm. what it tastes like. Yeah. Or people are actually addicted to the taste of dark roast, which I think is you. you Maybe not I mean, dark, it's like, but darker. People, I think they envision it to be a nuttier, more flavorful versus... Chemicals. Like, <laughs> versus like the lighter. But I actually think lighter roasts, you can taste like the fruits and you can taste the like... Mm-hmm actual flavor of the coffee versus like a dark but i think people who haven't had really good coffee a dark is probably better to them to them yes um you're correct so light roast you're actually tasting the fruit Mm -hmm. so what's cool about coffee it is a lot like wine it's very similar to wine actually so depending on where it's grown my language (laughs) i'm with you you're drinking wine right now yes um where it's grown, what the weather was mm-hmm. like, what altitude it's at, yeah. all sort, all of those things play into what the fruit is. And mm-hmm. if you guys didn't know, coffee's a fruit. I think a lot of people don't know that. They probably so they think, don't. They think it's a bean, so they automatically probably yeah. would go into like the world of leg- legumes, potentially. Yeah. It's a it's cherry. A yeah. it's, like a, it's like a cherry. So um, 
Oh my gosh. I just lost myself. Cut that little break right here. (laughs) (laughs) No, keep it in. It's funny. (laughs) So when you're human, Jonna, we're human. (laughs) I don't want to be human. Retouch me. (laughs) Um, So when you light roast coffee, um, you're actually just like accentuating and bringing out those flavors that naturally are in the fruit. So you're Uh actually going to taste the different notes of how that fruit came together. And even with that, there's stuff like natural. It's They're just laid out in the sun. And the um, green bean, the way it's processed, so how they get the fruit off of it is uh-huh. the sun like eats it away, basically. Cool. Or washed. It's like completely washed off. Yeah. Or like a billion other things. But these are things you can see. Like if you're looking at a, a, a specialty bag of coffee third wave bag of coffee you're going to see like naturally processed. So that's like what that means is how the fruit then became the green bean that went to your roaster. And when he roasts that, if he roasts it light to medium, depending on what that fruit needs to taste the best to bring out the notes that you want, Mm -hmm. which is an art actually. So for sure, I think people don't realize that coffee is an art like a lot of different other foods, like you have to do certain things to it at certain points, at certain temperatures, at certain all sorts of stuff for it to taste certain ways, which is really cool to me. Yeah. Part of why I'm passionate about it. Um, So like I've had a cup of coffee that tasted straight up like blueberries, but what it was is it was actually coffee plants that were planted in an old blueberry field. That's crazy. And it took on like the flavor of blueberry. Soil. Yeah, like the That's soil. Cool. So it wasn't like, oh, I'm drinking a blueberry flavored latte. Yeah. It was that there's like no a lot of notes of blueberry. Like, like a, a blueberry essence. Yeah. It, which was really cool. That's super that was cool. one of my favorite coffees that we yeah. ever had. When you're dark roasting, there I feel like we can get into health stuff in a minute with this because we're getting kind of there with the roast. But A dark roast, what you're actually tasting. So when you go to Starbucks, every time you get a cup of coffee or an espresso drink, it tastes the same. Mm -hmm. Always. Like maybe like they're doing everything in their power to make it so that it will never taste different. Yeah. That's their brand. That's what they do well. And that's like what they want, which is smart because people say, I want a caramel macchiato and I want my caramel macchiato to taste the same tomorrow that I got today that exactly. I got yesterday and I'm going to be mad if it doesn't taste the same and they are yeah for sure. oh they're so mean so so mean also I have worked at Starbucks before oh I can only imagine it was wonderful I left after two weeks because uh-huh. I was like I feel like I'm making people terrible coffee oh <laughs> that's not why I would envision people leaving um, my friend I was Kate like, I can't for help a very you. long time. I was like, I can't help you have better coffee when people would complain. I'm like, oh, it's yeah, you're just like, bad. I'm doing exactly what I'm told to do and how I can prepare it. Yeah. It's not the best quality coffee. Yeah, Sorry. I was like, I can't Live with make your this choices. better for you. Live with your Go choices. Go down the street. So <laughs> um, what you're actually tasting is chemicals that are released as things are burning. So you're tasting that bitter, burnt flavor mm-hmm. and that's what we're we're actually addicted to that flavor so when i i need a strong black cup of joe is an addiction to the flavor of burnt stanley cosmore we're talking to you yeah and like that's your thing but that's what you're not actually it's not even coffee you're tasting you're just tasting yeah. burnt mm-hmm. so that'd be like being addicted to the flavor of burnt chicken no <laughs> I made my mom cauliflower gnocchi last night, uh-huh. and uh, I let 
if you've made it from Trader Joe's, it's frozen. I did not make it from scratch, but it's still delightful. There's yeah. not that many ingredients, but um, I let the water like evaporate too mm-hmm. much, and so it stuck to the bottom. And it didn't burn, but like I got all the, the I call them the crispies off because yeah. it didn't get to be brown because it was all on the bottom. And uh, we were talking about, I was like, mom, I'm sorry, like, but these are all the crispies from the bottom. She's like, you know that this is how I enjoy most food because my mom burnt everything. So that's why he's addicted the to the flavor part. of burnt. Um, and his mom did not. My mom did. <laughs> yeah. His mom was a very good cook. So he probably has just had been a product of not great coffee. My grandmother used to drink instant like powder yeah. coffee. Which is burnt. Yeah. Which, I mean, at the same, so, like going back to what we're saying. So you're mass producing a product yeah. that you want to always taste the same. Like this is Folgers. Yeah. And you always know and what it you're getting from Folgers. always taste like Folgers. Yeah. Yes. So, um... I feel like we need to hot tip this gnocchi really fast. It is really good. Oh my gosh, it's the best ever. Don't use water. Just butter. Oh, I feel like that would probably be helpful. I always wait until like there's still water in there and yeah. then I add the oil. Yeah. It and says, then it's perfect. It says to use water, but you don't. And it's I learned just that to from Trader Joe's list. Oh yeah, they're great. Instagram. Yeah. She's amazing. Go follow her if you like Trader Joe's because you'll be eating delicious things all the time. Yes. Okay, so back to that. We're actually, you're not getting more caffeine, potentially less caffeine. Well, technically, isn't it less? Like I've always, the way I learned it whenever I was a barista was that the lighter roast had the most caffeine because it's not being roasted as long. So the darker it gets, the less caffeine that's actually going to be there because you're roasting it out essentially. Yes. Yes. And so if you have a lighter roast, you're getting The the most caffeine, darker roast, you're going for the taste right but you're people not think going like for the caffeine. i'm getting the most caffeine here totally um, misconception yes that would be called placebo that would be called you're, <laughs> you're getting wrong. caffeine you're but just it's wrong. effing wrong you are wrong so you don't actually like coffee that's like i can't even explain it because there's not necessarily a wine equivalent Equivalent? equivalent to me because that's very close to an equivalent a yes <laughs> there's not a wine equivalent oh gosh <laughs> the hand swirl thanks um so like you know i don't know two buck chuck is still wine from a certain I would say place that people would probably still say that they like enjoy the taste of coffee <laughs> but that they're they just haven't experienced what good coffee tastes like. So I think that people would fight back or like argue back to you if you said yeah. like you've never like you don't know what coffee or what did you say? You don't know what coffee tastes like. Yeah. Like I think people would argue like they do. They just don't know what good coffee tastes like. They know Maybe. what like their idea of coffee tastes yeah. like and what coffee has been expressed or exposed to them as. Yeah. But like my dad growing up in the 50s. Like, he was born in 53. Mm-hmm. He thinks the idea of paying more than a dollar for mm-hmm. coffee is absurd. But does your dad also think organic food is absurd? No. I think that he would probably be open to that. But I think be- coffee for him has always been something that's like, that's not, mm-hmm. like, an expensive item. Right. And so he's like, if I have to pay more than a dollar for coffee, that's mm-hmm. stupid. But we went to, like, a, a pour-over. He got a pour-over mm-hmm. cup. 
And he was like, this is a really good cup of coffee. Like, awesome. it's delightful. Yeah. He, he sees it, but he is frugal to the point yeah. where he's like, I will not pay $3 for a cup right. of coffee. But we can say now, like, if you... Yes. But that isn't, wasn't, like, common knowledge. No, it wasn't so at all. So knowing now, like, when you're paying that less... Yeah. There's... That's coming at a cost, too. Exactly. And no one was privy to how people were being treated. Exactly. I still don't think people are. I don't think no, people... because it's still like... That's not like the hot aware. button coffee topic yet. Because um, you don't think of it. Right. People are like, I went to the store and bought this coffee. I have no idea. It's the same as like people, yeah. like kids going to the store and being like, hey, this is chicken. And then they at, you ask a kid, where does chicken come from? Come from? And they go, the store. Right. Like they don't have a like connection that it's coming from a pig. The like the same as <laughs> the like, chickens coming from a pig. Oh my gosh. So sorry. <laughs> it's the same animal. I was you didn't literally, even have to say pork to pig. It was chicken know, to chicken. I was literally like thinking about Aaron told us to make a comment about steak. And then I started thinking that's not a cow. And then I was thinking just about a pig. lot of things. Oh my gosh. I've also had a little bit of canned wine. This is a... Guys. This is a journey, Okay, guys. so they don't understand that it's coming from a chicken. Right. And so you it's don't the understand same as your like, they don't understand that it's coming from... A human that's A human those. that's not being treated well. Right. In another country. Exactly. Gosh, guys, I have my master's. It's fine. <laughs> She's so smart. I'm really smart. Um, Those are things to be thinking about going into this next part. And now I'm going to convince you why... <laughs> Slash Amanda Science is going to convince you why drinking better coffee or knowing where your coffee comes from matters. And it does matter for your health because we're putting it into our bodies. Mm -hmm. So like quick aside, tea. Tea matters where you're getting it from because tea actually is filled with pesticides. But people Mm -hmm. don't realize that. So you grab your Lipton, which is what's most common for like a sweet tea or a black yeah. tea, iced tea in the summer. Like mom makes Lipton. We now make Lipton because yeah. that's what we were grew up with. That's covered in pesticides. So we're literally soaking pesticides into water and then drinking it all day during the whole summer sometimes. So caring about where these things come from matter. And it's like a flip of, oh, I care where my chicken came from. I care mm-hmm. now that my chicken is organic. I care that my chicken is free range. I care that it wasn't fed corn. Corn. So like these are things that maybe you haven't started caring about yet, but like that is the direction society's going. Yeah. But we haven't flicked over into the things we're consuming as far as drinks, which is so interesting to me. Tea and coffee matter. Let's get into why that is now. What's the science behind it? Oh, me? Yeah. This is my part? We can riff off each other well i mean coffee um it's just it's i was being a listener on all of that as well where it's just like so many things that i didn't know about coffee and so it's very very interesting um (laughs) the things i do know about coffee are all just about like health stuff so um it's not so much about like what they are specifically saying like light to dark but basically like what coffee specifically could help do so there's different parts of the like the actual coffee um and i'm just going to kind of talk about like those specific things what they're associated with helping with and then kind of where science is in general you can interject at any point cool cool so parts of coffee 
um, there is a chlorogenic acid, um, which is mostly our caffeic acid and ferulic acid. Um, caffeic acid is not caffeine. And so that is something completely different. Um, these are the things that are thought to have the antioxidant effects um, dealing with coffee. And so whenever we talk about like the health benefits of coffee, we're mainly talking about the caffeic acid or the chlorogenic acids. And so um, that's one big chunk. We'll kind of get back to it. And then the second big chunk is caffeine itself. Um, caffeine is absorbed almost completely in the stomach and the small intestine. So whenever you think about food, whenever we go through eating, it gets digested. Minimal absorption happens, (laughs) happens within the stomach. Most of it happens within the small intestine. And so the fact that like caffeine is being mostly absorbed in the stomach, that means you're getting a direct spike into our bloodstream. And I think even though I knew this, whenever I was thinking about coffee and how it affects our bodies, you kind of don't think about the fact that like whenever you drink coffee and caffeine, it gets absorbed and it goes to everything. Mm -hmm. Like it's not just going to your brain. It's not just going to wherever. It's going to every single muscle. It's going to every single organ. And so it's kind of an interesting like way to remember that it's like it's not just going to... Your brain, because I think that most of the time we always just think about coffee being a stimulant and being a way to keep yourself awake and keeping yourself like focused. And so Mm -hmm. you just think your brain, you're not thinking, hey, it's actually going to your muscles. It's going to your liver. It's going to your heart. It's going to everything. Right. And so what is it doing whenever it's doing that? Um, There is another thing called diterpenes, which is (laughs) cafestol. Good job. That was a good word. (sighs) Who knows? And then Kawil. It's (laughs) K-A-H-W-E-O-L. I have no idea how to say those words. I should have looked it up. Um, And then (laughs) this one's great. Um, Trigonelline. That's pretty good. And it's a niacin derivative. Um, It's an (laughs) exa. It's a. Potentially thought to exert antioxidant, hypoglycemic, and hypolipidemic activities. What's a hypolipidemic Lipidemic. Yeah. That means that lipids are fat, so basically it's decreasing the fat within your blood. So emic, if you ever see that, means blood. Mm -hmm. Hypo, less, so less fat in the blood. Hypolipidemic. And that's what coffee might be doing. It might be doing. Yeah. So like this specific like part of coffee, this is what it's been shown to do. So within the diterpenes, Mm -hmm. there's something that we'll talk about that there's a negative effect, but we might wait until later. Just remember that there is a group that's the beautiful words that I said that were pronounced perfectly correctly. Like, don't even try to correct me, anyone (laughs) that's in the, like, nutrition or science. Um, (laughs) I always got super mad whenever people would pronounce like glycolysis or quercetin or something that I was told how to pronounce it by someone who knows if it's correct, but they pronounced it differently. And I always got super mad. So if someone gets mad at me, I'll take it. But uh, the cafestol or the kawil, ah, those, we'll talk about those in a second. Um, Caffeic acid is probably where a lot of, and caffeine are where a lot of like the studies have been done to look at the antioxidant activities. 
um, and how it's been shown to be beneficial for our skin. It's been shown to be beneficial for um, our brains, slowing down, like decreasing cognitive um, impairment, decreasing Alzheimer's, things like that. Um, But I want to talk about like what studies have actually been done and where we kind of sit on the health things, especially from where we talked about at the beginning of where people have claimed and science is starting to like kind of come in on where coffee lies. Um, And most studies have been done um, showing these are I'm just going to run through them and then we can kind of talk about them if you have questions. Yes. Um, Decreasing type two diabetes and remember in the beginning of the episode, we talked about how you shouldn't drink coffee if it's uh, Parkinson's disease. But actually that the studies have been done that it coffee can actually decrease your risk for Parkinson's. And so um, one of the studies found or a lot of the studies found that um, Parkinson's risk Parkinson's risk is primarily found in men like decreasing and it also decreases women mm-hmm. but if you're postmenopausal there is not a decrease in your risk for Parkinson's which is super huh. interesting so it has to be now it's now now is the time now is the time drink, <laughs> drink that coffee, coffee. <laughs> um, and it's because the caffeine and estrogen both fight for the same um, that cytochrome P450 that we talked about uh-huh. is being metabolized within your liver. And the, so they can both cause an, like an increase based on like the estrogen and then the caffeine. Um, mm-hmm. It can cause an increased spike in free radical production based on that like cytochrome P450 um, molecule, which is super crazy. So yeah. postmenopausal women, you should really watch your caffeine intake if you are at risk for Parkinson's. Wow, that's so fascinating. Yeah. Um, it has been shown to uh, improve cognitive decline in dementia. Um, it improves li- liver health, cirrhosis, and liver cancer. This is where we're going to be talking a lot next week about yeah. coffee enemas, but this is where uh, studies have definit- definitively seen that um, coffee, whenever you drink it, helps your liver. It decreases cirrhosis and decreases liver cancer. So it pretty much helps your liver pretty much function better and kind of be able to work well and get all those like toxins, quote unquote, toxins. All so while we're out. drinking this canned wine, we should feel better because we both drank coffee this uh, morning. I had two cups. So I'm doing great. <laughs> you covered your um, basis. I covered my basis for this wine. Totally. Um, it also has been shown to decrease oral pharyngeal cancer, colon cancer, prostate cancer, endometrial cancer, and melanoma. Wow. Um, and moderate consumption has, they've thought because there was an increase in homocysteine that they saw, which homocysteine, if you've ever heard about it, it was always thought to be a marker for cardiovascular disease. Uh-huh. And now it's been shown to not be as big of a deal. Right. It's not actually doing anything. Um, but it... They thought because it increased homocysteine, it could be increasing your risk for cardiovascular disease. And studies have continually shown that there's no issues with cardiovascular disease. So going disease back if you have to the history, heart disease is uh, not proven. Exactly. At Liver all. disease, not proven. It said people with Parkinson's disease shouldn't drink coffee. But that's just because the shaking part, if you're sensitive to caffeine, right. you probably shouldn't be drinking it if you, like, you get jittery, right. obviously, with Parkinson's. But... Um, and then we can talk about pregnancy and things like that. But those are kind of where science is sitting. Right. And people have um, 
thought a lot of different things, but one of the negative, there's some negative sides to coffee consumption. And that has to do with the diterpenes that I talked about, which Mm -hmm. I think that this will kind of flow nicely into how we prepare coffee. Um, Mm -hmm. Because the diterpenes, if you brew that, brew a coffee and you drink it and they're present, it can actually increase your LDL cholesterol. Huh. And studies have shown that, like, continually that it's proven that it sh- increases your LDL cholesterol. How you don't have these present in your coffee is using filtered coffee. And so, there, but, the, like, to get the most caffeic acid out of a coffee, you would want to boil your coffee or let your coffee beans soak before you do it or doing a French press. And you would get the most caffeic acid, which is an antioxidant. But there will be diterpenes present in Scandinavian coffee, Turkish coffee, and mm-hmm. French press. Um, if you're doing percolated or a filtered coffee, you won't have any of the diterpenes in there because the filter is taking it out. So, like, a Chemex would be filtered. Yeah. Um, and then, like, an, an AeroPress would even be filtered. Um, yeah. Um, what I drink, which we'll talk about for sure... A K-cup or a Keurig coffee is also filtered. It is? It is filtered. Mm -hmm. What's it filtered through? There's a filter in it, or I get the ones that it's a filter around it. So it's not just full plastic. There's a filter Uh around the Oh, my gosh. I'm judging you so hard. We'll talk about it. Okay. God, Jenna. (laughs) Are these biodegradable K-cups you're getting? We'll talk about the ethical (laughs) reasons behind K-cups. God. (laughs) Um. And so basically there is a negative side and this goes into like how coffee is brewed, which I feel like you should probably take the reins of like how to brew a good cup of coffee. Mm. And then we'll kind of talk about like health benefits of both or um, all the above. Or do you want to? Sure. You don't have I mean, to. I can. You don't, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do, I would not Jana. judge you. Um, so I'm not, I'm not going to judge you how you brew it probably. Yeah. More like what you're brewing. So like okay, I, cool. I will drink a cup of coffee that is made in a coffee maker. Okay. Um, I care more about the beans being used and the like water to bean ratio just for like enjoyment purposes, but not. Great. I thought you had a lot of opinions about this. I, I have know. opinions about K-cups. Well, yeah, we'll talk <laughs> about lots that. Lots of opinions about we can K-cups. We'll talk about that in a second. So basically it's like, so if you don't have any specific like feelings towards the preparation it's more if you have any sort of cholesterol history in Mm -hmm. your family you should probably drink a filtered cup of coffee right and keep the unfiltered to a minimum just because it has been shown to increase your ldl so like a french press is not filtered is not filtered we would call that a full immersion okay type cool of brewing yeah um which is also just a dirtier cup of coffee so that means that you're gonna have like more of the stuff in it, yes. like we were saying. Yeah. So you're going to get more than just that leftover yes. in a French press than you would if you filter it out. So even though like an AeroPress, if you know anything about those, they do have like a little tiny filter that it presses through at uh-huh. the very end. So you're still getting like the full immersion experience, but then at the very end, it's filtering out all that extra stuff. Yeah. So if you're like, I have to have a full immersion cup of coffee, which I doubt many of you are. No. <laughs> but if you are, an AeroPress is probably a better option for you than the French press if we're specifically trying to avoid these. Yes, I would say which things. I feel like you should be with I mean, 
each person's different, but I feel like the way to get the best experience would probably be because we want the caffeic acid that's been shown to be incredibly beneficial for our health and our skin and our minds and even exercise. So people have talked about like the health benefits of coffee with like exercising and muscle recovery. It's a lot of the caffeine, yes, but it's also the caffeic acid. Mm -hmm. And so if there's not the caffeic acid present, which it decreases a little bit um, whenever you have a darker roast or if it's a decaffeinated because it's just been roasted longer. Right. Um, it's going to be better probably in a, like, immersion or from, like, a pour-over because if you can let right. the, like, coffee soak for a minute or you can let the beans It's just soak a slower or, process. Yeah, and so it's just allowing it to have that time to, like, come out into the coffee um, the way that... Because basically, like, yes, there's a lot in the coffee, but once it gets into our body, we want kind of the maximum amount in the coffee in order for once it starts metabolizing in our bodies, we get the most benefit, you know? Yeah. Um, And so, um, and so basically, yeah, I would say that if you have the choice, you should do a filtered coffee. Okay. Well, you do have the choice. Yes, you do have the choice. Um, And then now we can talk about K-Cups and my lazy version of coffee drinking. Okay. Um, Okay, so I'll just tell you my whole... (laughs) Let's go. Let's see what I have to say about this. I was given a K-Cup or a Keurig, and I am frugal to the max and lazy AF. So... Um, I have been drinking Keurig coffee for a long time. Um, the full-on plastic cups are very much not friendly to the environment. And so mm-hmm. if you choose to drink a Keurig or a single cup coffee, you should probably choose one that doesn't have a full plastic cup or there are some that are biodegradable. Um, and then also choosing like a third wave Versus like a first wave Which you coffee. won't find really. I think that you'll be able to find at least like fair trade. You could find fair trade. Maybe. Um, you won't be able to. You might find direct trade at like Sprouts or Whole Foods potentially. Mm. If like they are. Because it is a market that people yeah. are like making money from. I would say that people might. It might not be as like specialty. It may have like. Little more processing or something yeah. to it. But. Um, you'll be able to find it. Uh there hasn't been a ton of research on like the health stuff outside of it's BPA free, the plastic it's um, there. So it's not going to have like any bad toxins coming out into it in the sense of like BPA causing cancer, causing a lot of different things. But um, one thing I read was that they think, or there has been seen like aluminum is in it. And so whenever you heat it up, like it could be releasing aluminum into your coffee, which is not great. And so I think it's something to think about. And if you do tend to like be on the go and you need that single cup, choose something that's biodegradable and choose something that is um, direct trade because Mm -hmm. you should care about that. Right. And my opinion about um, (laughs) like... Your morning coffee, if you are looking for something fast, getting a coffee maker with a built-in burr grinder, mm-hmm. um, which they do make them. We yeah. have one. I don't remember what brand it is. We haven't used it for a while. But um, 
that's a great option. And you want a burr grinder because it's not heating the beans. That's actually happens when you get certain types of um, grinders. It can start like heating the beans up really Which hot. Which essentially kind of like roasting it yeah, again. Changing the way it's the way yeah. that it's meant to be. Yeah. Um, so there are options out there and you can put it to like two cups. Again, I think this is all <laughs> due to my frugality and the fact right. that I was given it. And so I'm that cheap. <laughs> like I don't want to buy myself something else because I have it. But if I actually weighed out how expensive the like pods are versus like a bag of coffee that I could put into something like that, it's probably cheaper to do like buy a new machine, yeah. have the bags versus doing a single cup every time. Yeah. Um, it, and it's actually probably tastes way better. Oh, for sure. I have to put a lot of almond milk creamer into my. Yeah. So there are <laughs> options for it, and I am anti K cup 100%. But oh, if she you're gives doing... me such crap all the time. Because you're most likely not actually tasting the real delicious coffee. Oh, for sure not. So I'm also adding why. stuff to it. I have a question for you. Yeah. Based on this conversation of us adding things to coffee. So in Lubbock, Texas, <laughs> there was this coffee shop. And I am a creature of habit. It's, and so we talked about this the other day where it's like, I'm original. We talked about it with our favorite coffee shop in Burbank. We took some pictures there. You'll see how beautiful it is. That I just love putting hazelnut sometimes in my coffee. Mm-hmm. I just want it. Like, I don't want a ton of it. I still want to be able to taste the coffee, but I like the taste of hazelnut. Yes. Okay. I was in this stupid coffee shop in Lubbock who had it <laughs> stick up its booty. Yes. And the owner was there, and he was younger than me, and I was in grad school at the time. And I was like, hey, can I get an Americano with hazelnut? And he was like, no. I, I kind like, of like can it. Can I please get... A- I'm paying, though. Well, but that's, like, their product, so... But that's okay. Like, you do you. Let me pay and enjoy the way I want to drink the coffee. Nope. Because that's their... that They're, like, the chef. They get to pick how they make oh, it. Oh, I think that that is the most annoying thing in the entire world. We can dig deeper if you want. So... We can after, but I just want to <laughs> know that, like... I just want you to know You wanted me to affirm like, you, and I didn't. No, I figured you would kind of have this... Like, point Same of view, but, like, I think it's annoying. So, like, the coffee shop that I worked in in Phoenix, they don't allow you to drink a cappuccino to go no matter what because it's meant to be drank. Like, it's it's made at a certain temperature. It's meant to be drank quickly. That's fine if you know that but that's, But we would like never, the... like, we would not put hazelnut in a cappuccino. We would not put anything in. But I feel like if that's, like, the mentality of, like, how it is... This was not like I had done it prior to. He just decided one day that he was like, no, "Oh, that's annoying." But if no, it's like a, doing a standard, I think it's. Fair. I think if you know that about the coffee shop, that's different. Yeah. Does maybe. someone agree with me that that's dumb? No, I just almost put a face on myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I understand like enjoying it, but it's also I feel like it's my body. Uh, Let me do what I want. And I disagree, I want but people will agree with you. People will. But for you, though, like, you enjoy that. For me, like, in my morning ritual, I wanted this. Like, I was not going to be happy or enjoy it. Yeah, and he's or like, be able I'm to not feel the good correct about establishment for you. But I'm giving you my money. But he doesn't want your money because he can't give you the product you want. Well, he closed, so he <laughs> didn't do great. He probably should have accepted more people's money. 
<laughs> should have made the effing hazelnut he americano. He should have made the hazelnut americano. That's all I'm saying. Uh, no, but I think it's I just I don't like annoying. americanos either. I think they're disgusting. I'm a product of my basicness, and I enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. I get it. So let's move on to, if you're okay with this, yeah. um, this new article that came out. Yeah. This year that freaked everybody out. Do, are you ready to move on to that? Yeah, no, the one other thing that I would say before we get into this, because it was probably be the last thing we talk about, is just um, pregnancy. Yeah. And then just like how many cups a day you should drink. Um, pregnancy, there's a lot of information out there. It's mm-hmm. okay to have some caffeine. You should do one cup per day. Yes. It's probably the safest way to kind of go about it. Um, and then also, obviously, choosing where your coffee's coming from is really important because you have a, like a, another little human growing inside of you. Yes. Um, and then whenever you're breastfeeding, two to three cups is okay. Um, and then just making sure that like maximum with all these health benefits, if you're drinking more than five cups, you're not getting these benefits. It all is within the two to three cups per day. Um, maximum three, probably stick to less to get the most health benefits that we've talked about. Right. And then like, if you're trying to get pregnant or having fertility problems, not consuming it is probably the best option. Well, I mean, it's also kind of like if you happen to get pregnant, you don't want to be consuming like three cups of coffee a day. Right. With like your risk of, because the risk comes along with like potential miscarriage and things like that, which in the history, it said that it prevented that. And that's not the truth. So... All yeah, right. and then also for the stunting the growth thing, whenever you're older than Dietrich, mm-hmm. um, as long as you're getting, like, keep staying within the two to three cups and then making sure that you're getting adequate amounts of calcium and vitamin D, it won't be pulling from your okay. bones. like leaching. Yeah. Okay. Which is the biggest concern. Right. All right, let's chat about this article that came out that said, judge rules, I think it's something like this, Judge rules that California coffee shops must now post um, a cancer warning because there's a potential yes. that coffee is could cause cancer. Yes. So if you don't live in California or you don't know, it's basically that if anything causes cancer potentially, you have to put right. it on a label. You have it's to all like, over Disneyland, oh, which yeah. is terrifying. It's all over. It was my all over my apartment complex. Whenever we lived in this can Sherman cause Oaks, cancer. where it was this big, can like, cause cancer. this building has this, which is known to cause cancer. It's like, it, it has to be there, even though the risk is nothing right. or whatever. The law that was passed was that it has to be present, which causes fear in lots. Keep going. Right. So the specific chemical that they were talking about, I think it was acrylamide. Am I right? Acrylamide. Um, I'm doing really good with pronunciations tonight. So, yeah. That's Does that it. sound correct? That's totally it. Um, and that's in lots of things that we consume. It's in coffee. Um, and for me, it, I mean, I think that it's something that we don't probably need to be that scared of. What I'm more concerned about as co- is coffee actually probably could be a potential cancer um, causer <laughs> because... Um, it is can become carcinogen carcinogenic when we burn it because things become carcinogenic when we burn them it causes do you know the the name of the chemi- what happens with chemicals when things burn just that they become carcinogenic yeah but there's like a specific chemical thing i can't think of the name of it right now so 
basically when things burn, it can it releases chemical. So like there's mm-hmm. a reaction that happens and this can cause it to become something that can lead to cancer in the future. So when you're drinking a dark roast, it's not necessarily always burnt, but you're taking it right to the edge. So basically you're drinking a cup of cancer. I'm just kidding. But really not worth it. Like that's kind of the thing where have you guys heard or you I know Amanda knows like you don't want to cook with olive oil yeah. on high heats because it becomes carcinogenic as it gets this smoke too hot. Point. Yes. So as it's smoking and burning, that's what you're consuming. Also, I would say um, there's probably a good chance that there are pesticides in our coffee. So depending on where you're getting it, making sure that you're not consuming a cup of pesticides. Um, Just all of those little processes, I do think that could lead to negative side effects with coffee. But I think the good um, that can come from drinking a good well-sourced cup of coffee is awesome. I'm super excited by the um, studies that are being done yeah. and the way that science is going. I think also their like pro- productivity is way higher in people that drink coffee, which surprise, but um, um, also did you know that productivity? Or, oh, you're looking at me like, what the heck are you talking about? No, I wanted to be engaged for oh, a okay. second. <laughs> I was looking up what the burnt thing was, and then I got distracted. And I was like, I want to know what you're doing. Coffee, tea, caffeine in general is shown to lead to better productivity. Yes, and then it made me think, um, just to talk about a study that, like, looked at people who, like, 400,000 people and looked at people who drink coffee and their risk of developing just, like, disease in general. And they were the same as anyone else. Right. It was like, it doesn't increase your risk of anything. And, and I totally agree with the There's also, like, stuff out there. People are claiming, slash, I think that there is some evidence, but it is very debatable, that drinking coffee can actually add, add a little bit of longevity to your life. No, that's what they saw where it was like whenever they took into um, – so whenever they just looked at coffee, it was like, oh, it, it decreases your longevity. But then whenever they looked at people who smoked, they didn't exercise, they – whatever, they actually either lived as long or longer than then the people does. who were not living a healthy lifestyle. And so it was basically like the coffee drinkers lived longer – and had healthier lives than the people who did different things. Even if they drank or did the things that they coffee, did. Coffee. It's the fountain of youth. Yeah. Coffee. You want to be 20? Drink it. Drink it. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. I ho- I feel like I was a bit scattered. But I'm hoping that this kind of started the conversation or at least somewhat tickled the desire to start caring about what we're consuming as far as coffee. I think it did. It tickled my interest. (laughs) I was listening. Um, I just got really distracted by, I was looking for the acronym or the word that Jonna was looking for, but I found that acrylamide is also in so many things, in so many things like potatoes and, um, 
in bread, and that's what makes it brown whenever you fry, bake, or toast it. But mm-hmm. th- I also thought that that was something else called the Maillard reaction, which was the like the browning effect. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm just confused because I just looked it up, but um, I was distracted. But I thought that everything you talked about was so interesting. <laughs> um, I, I found the acronym if you would like it. Oh yes, polycyclic. Aromatic hydrocarbons, PHs. It's um, when food is burnt or heated excessively, a certain group of carcinogenic substances are released, which are known as polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons. Well, there you go. Yes. I don't believe I've ever heard that, but... (laughs) I might have just... I don't even know. I mean... It's part of carcinogens, and I feel like most people probably just, like, go to carcinogens rather yeah. than, like, the umbrella term of what they all fit into, you know? And so I'm not saying that's incorrect. I yeah. had was just not thinking that at know. all whenever you were like, what is that called? No idea. <laughs> I was no expecting clue. you to know. I know. You would think, huh? I would. Yes, but um, coffee actually has a ton of benefits drink two to three cups a day if you're a coffee drinker you should care about where your coffee is coming from i'm actually probably going to set some money aside and i'm going to retire my k-cup yay i'm going to get a new machine i will probably take pictures whenever i do it um just because whenever i'm thinking about the frugality part of it too which is my main driving force most of the time it's not saving me money it's costing me money and so, um, and then you think about the ethical parts because that's how you should always think about stuff, right? For sure. Never ethical first. You should be thinking about the crazy things. I should be thinking about the things ethical things first. Humans are going through yes. for you to have that K cup. Exactly. Um, and so I think that caring about where it's coming from and then also remembering that dark roast doesn't mean you're getting a lot of caffeine, light roast does. Um, studies have been continually shown that you are getting um, beneficial effects and health things. Um, I will say that a lot of people will hear these claims of like the health benefits and then Mm -hmm. they run with it. And I know people who were like, hey, coffee helps with like exercise and stimulates your metabolism or whatever, which it doesn't stimulate your metabolism, but it helps recover your muscles and helps you work out better. Mm -hmm. But they drink like 10 cups of coffee Which a day. Which is not healthy. And to once you get past three, you're no longer in that beneficial health thing. Right. And it is really acidic. At all. It is. So it's there. I mean, that is going to cause some health issues right there. Oh, one right of there. the things that I didn't even talk about that it helps is it helps you poop. Yes, so that's it true. it helps you like it. What coffee does is like whenever you drink it, it like kind of releases your large intestine and helps things just start moving. And so it kind of like gets everything out. So um, that will help. And we'll talk about it next week more. But it does. It helps you poop. Helps you stay regular. Helps get it out. Which anybody that drinks a lot of coffee knows that. (laughs) Totally. But people who don't that are like, hey, I'm a little consty today. Maybe you should drink a cup of coffee. A good cup of coffee. A good cup of coffee. I would like to hit on this. Sorry if this is coming back around. But this is interesting. This is PubMed. Um, so that polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons, mm-hmm. the PAHs, P-A-H-S, yes. they're suspected to be carcinogenic. Yeah. Um, the concentration was related to the degree of roasting with mm-hmm. light roasted coffee showing the least and dark roasted showing the highest level. Which makes sense. Yep. 
So another reason to be drinking lighter roasted coffee is that it's actually less carcinogenic. Woo! She's throwing her phone down. She's done with everything. She's like, this is my final word on this. Yes. Well, this is important for you guys to start thinking about because next week we're going to be talking about coffee enemas. Yes. And that's, you're putting that directly into your intestines. So. Without, I mean, you're brewing it, but you're putting it directly in. Directly. I think most people also think that it's like the beans or the grounds that you're putting in, but you're not. You're putting coffee. Brewed coffee. Brewed coffee in, Um, which we'll talk about. But I think that there's so many misconceptions about coffee. Yeah. And I mean, also, if we're going to hit on this, so that's like for somebody who's going to drink a black cup of coffee. Yeah. How many of our listeners are drinking a black cup of coffee? I was actually going to talk about this where it's like all these health benefits are black cup of coffee not sugar not cream and all of the like bad health effects come from whenever you add bless you thank you add sugar or cream to it because then that increases calories it increases mm-hmm. sugar it like pretty much like negates a lot of the health effects because if you're putting refined sugar into your body mm-hmm. Your body's having to fight against it. And so all the things that were beneficial in it is now fighting against what you just put into it. Versus getting that, the awesome health benefits. Exactly. So, I mean, I am appreciative that my dad always instilled in me that like Cosmores drink your coffee black. Yeah. And so most of the time I do drink my coffee black unless I brew a K-cup at my house. And I put almond milk in it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I do think that like drinking your coffee black is... Yeah, I think we just need to change how we think of coffee. So it's like, it's not a bad thing if you like coffee with cream and sugar, but that's a dessert. Yes. So that's not your cup of coffee in the morning. You're also not going to be getting these beneficial effects. Yeah, that's you starting your day with dessert. Yeah. Which leads to a billion other things. So just being more conscious of what we're putting in when, Mm -hmm. like if every morning you're waking up and getting a caramel macchiato on your way to work... Not only are you putting in bad coffee into your body, but you're also putting in a billion other bad things into your body. You're also not getting these beneficial effects because it's espresso. So it's a completely different way to roast the bean versus like a coffee bean. And so um, just think about that where it's like we're literally talking about coffee. Coffee, a black cup of coffee has been shown to show these effects. Yeah. So it's kind of like when you're acquiring a taste for wine – or whiskey, or anything, I think it's valuable yeah. to acquire a taste for coffee. And, like, even if you are an alcohol drinker, it's, like, my cousin was, like, we talked about LaCroix last week, and he was, like, <laughs> literally, that is peat moss with pee on it, or something like that. I can't remember what he said exactly. But, but what about the, the essence? Same, <laughs> the orange essence. It, the orange essence. The essential oils. Yes. Who doesn't love it? Um, but I think <laughs> that it's sparkling water or things like that it's all an acquired taste it's all about you educating yourself and educating your taste buds and your palate to be able to have the right and i think a lot of people are caring about the things they're putting in their bodies and not caring about the coffee they're putting in their body because you don't think about it at all you don't think about how like you hear these like hey coffee is supposed to help with uh decreasing like cognitive decline so I'm just going to drink a cup of coffee. And you don't think about like, hey, that study, whenever they found that, was looking at black coffee. It was looking at not being brewed unfiltered. It was looking at 
all these different X, Y, Z and people don't like realize that. And so their cup of coffee with heavy cream or a creamer that's full of sugar Mm -hmm. is like the first ingredient is not going to give you the same. Yeah. And it might even like, so with this California warning that came out that might like, that's ridiculous. It's so small that it's, it's not significant is what people could think. Which I agree for the most part I agree. with coffee in general. But it's like if you're continually putting in burnt coffee into your body and those like other carcinogenic things are consistently going into your body every day, sometimes multiple times a day, I do think that that could add up to something yeah, or be something. I'm not a scientist, so I don't know for sure, but that's my thought. I mean, it makes sense. And anecdotally, we have... Only that to say. Exactly. There's no, like, exact science about it. So it's kind of like, I mean, there is science in the sense, like, if you continually expose your body to carcinogens, there's a potential yeah. that something bad is going to happen. So why? I'm pretty sure I've read articles about the fact that people that drink caffeine are smarter, too. So. <laughs> I mean, I drink caffeine, so I'm going to accept it. But I don't think that that's science. So you're I'll smart, take it. too. I mean, outside of the thing in history where it was like they saw the kids, but there was kids yeah. who were drinking more than a cup of coffee a day. I think it was probably because they were so excited Hyper. that they couldn't focus. Yeah, not so much so that it made them not smart. But it's so sad. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. Yes. Okay. Well, I next think- week, you guys are going to hear all about coffee enemas. Um, do you have any wonderful... Um, words of wisdom to leave people with? <laughs> For coffee or coffee enemas? Coffee. Go find a shop that has direct trade coffee, even if it's a multi-roaster, which means that they are carrying somebody else's roasted coffee. Mm-hmm. There's tons everywhere. Um, and if not, you can go on to places like Misto Box, oh, which yeah. is an online delivery service. They were on Shark Tank. Tank. Okay. Yes. Um, or there are a lot of great coffee shops that you can order directly that have services Yeah, that they'll just deliver it to your door and you can sign up for like one or two bags a month. Um, so there are options. It's worth it. Um, and you'll be like, so cool. Cause you'll be a connoisseur. You're like a Psalm, but uh, for yeah. coffee. But don't think about it as an annoying hipster coffee. It's a, that you're being, cause small town, Texas yeah. will think you're annoying hipster coffee. But it's just that you're educating yourself and you're providing the best tasting coffee for yourself. Exactly. Like you You care about what you're putting. Yeah. And if you go to a restaurant and you go to Applebee's or you go to a really nice restaurant, you're gonna taste the difference yeah. in we'll use Aaron's steak, the steak that you order yeah. because of the cut of meat. So yeah, totally. Like that's what you're doing with coffee. Agreed. That's my Agreed. My last note, and then next week is all about enemas, which I did do, and I'm going to do a couple more before next week's episode, so (laughs) we'll be back with enema. Yeah, anything fun happening this week? Well, we have a lot of enemas happening, (laughs) and it's Amanda's birthday. Thanks. I was like really fished for that Today. She sat up very straight and looked at me like, you better say it's my birthday. It's It's Amanda's birthday today. So tonight we are going out for her birthday. Yes. Whenever you hear this, it's my birthday and we're going out to dinner and it's going to be so exciting and so fun. Yeah. Um, And Jackie's coming. Jackie's coming to watch the kid. 
because I'm going to party like I'm 29. Yep. And if you feel like buying Amanda a drink, you can join our Patreon. Yes, where please do. You can sign up to just for a dollar or $2 a month. A dollar. A dollar a month. You can pay for our drinks to keep our podcast going. And this month, you can pay for Amanda's birthday drinks. <gasps> It would be the best. And if you could also leave me a review for my birthday, that would be fantastic, Yay. too. A birthday review. That would birthday be awesome. Birthday review. Yes, you can even start it with, happy birthday, Amanda. I'm oh. leaving this review for you because I love you. Because you're so smart and you tell us so many great things every week. I will send you a virtual high five whenever I see it. Yeah. If your name's not something crazy. The iTunes usernames are so funny. Yeah, I never know like, who anyone is. Who the heck is this? I have no idea. Um, yeah. No idea. We would love that. Amanda yes. would love that. Thank you. And I hope that you guys all also have a wonderful day on my birthday. Have something <laughs> fun Think to do today. Think about me Think about me all day. <laughs> um, I hope you hear my um, voice in your ears on my birthday. And just eat the rainbow. And drink, drink good a coffee. good cup of coffee. And... <laughs> Embrace all those health benefits. Yay. All right. We'll talk to you next week, and we'll be talking about shoving stuff up our butts. Going up the booty. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.